Betsy and Thomas here. Oh, the, my goodness, what in the world do you have on? What is that? <laughs> you, I don't know. You know, this is a good thing that we don't have video when you and I do these sessions because people, if you could see what I could see. Okay, look, this is, you know, you know who it is, but today we're going to talk about puppies in Jeff's sessions. And if you are wondering what the heck are you doing, well, let the people uh, fill you in in the comment boxes because I did see a lot of comments that people were upset, Thomas, that we weren't including puppies and we were only talking about kittens. <laughs> Can you say something, please? Well, I prefer kittens and puppies are cute as long as they're right next to a kitten. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So anyway, They folks, grow up too fast, those puppies. Uh, let's keep them guessing over there in uh, YouTube land. So make sure to make some comments about cute little puppies now. Hey, now uh, we're going to talk about Jeff Sessions. But before we do, I would like all my first tier alternative media creators to listen up. I just got off the phone with one of you, and you're just amazing people, and I just want to reiterate how this works. And if you don't have a clue of what I'm talking about, listen, you may learn something. Okay, we're the mothership, we're the core. We have got Thomas and the Conclave here. They give you out some amazing information and research. We present it to you on our website, aimfortruth.org and the other one, patriotsfortruth.org. You go there anytime you grab this stuff. This is amazing research, and if you follow Truth News headlines every day, you're going to be way ahead of everybody else in the news cycle. Wouldn't you say so, Thomas? Absolutely. Right? Cutting edge. Cutting, cutting edge. edge. Cutting edge. Don't be reading all this other stuff because they just want to keep you in the spin. you got to get out of the spin. We want solutions. We don't want to stay in the spin. So you follow that. Then you internalize that and decide the best way to articulate what you've experienced with your audience, because each of you has a different audience, right? Some of you live in Tennessee, others of you live in California. You each have a different audience. So now you take that information in your social networks and you translate it whatever you feel best. If you think one article is better than the other, or if you like this meme and you don't, whatever. You use the material, you push out what you can. Now, sometimes we'll give you an all alerts bulletin, and that will be on an item that we need to get and we need to push out quickly, rapidly. It's called information rapid deployment. And then you will translate that to your audience and it will go global very quickly. So that's how it works. Now, if that intrigues you, oh, and our audience is not who you think it is. So don't presume to think that we are concerned about all this YouTube stuff other than we'd like to see it stop because it's harming you guys and for all the other corrupt reasons that it should be. But um, our audience is a little different, right, Thomas? Absolutely, and they're awake. Very awake. So you just have to trust us and, and move with us. And if this information is intriguing to you and you go, well, how come I, can I do this? Of course you can. Uh, anybody can activate where you're a sleeper cell and you wake up and then you take our messaging and you figure out the best way to get it out using the resources you have. Some of you are great at doing memes. Others you know, or videographers. Some have great social networks. I mean, then we have some out there who are amazing Twitter people. Your job is to translate what we have to say. So now that having been said, what do we have to say about Jeff Sessions today? 
Well, I just want to underscore what you just said, Betsy, because what you're doing, and also not only are you the mothership, you have uh, an entire Rebel Alliance and other people that you work with and people you team with and Americans for Innovation, who you work very closely with, and all these different groups. And I just want to make one thing perfectly clear. The other day, I started on this exact path saying, I want to make them perfectly clear. And I want this is very, very important. And then I didn't say it. <laughs> but I've said it before, and it won't be too shocking to you. But here's the deal. Why do you think the taxpayers created the internet in all the lines that it runs through, and yet it is ran by corporations? That's so they can do what they're doing to you. YouTube, Google, Facebook is a private they're private corporations and they don't have to have free speech. They can refuse to serve you. They can kick you off for no reason whatsoever. They reserve the right to serve or not serve anyone they want. They are a private company. So do not be surprised that nothing you do to try to bring lawsuits for free speech is going to help. The only thing that's going to help is if we take those very things, the internet, YouTube, and all the things that have that have been birthed out of social networking in a global capacity, which of course came from the patents and, and uh, intellectual property of leader technologies. And if we act on the Miller Act and we get the president to sign the check, we simply seize those things. If they were a utility, as you, Betsy, pointed out long before anyone else did, and now it seems as if people are so turning on the Silicon Valley uh, boy kings that it, it's absurd. I mean, they're attacking them left and right. And when you look at for what, they're for silly things. If they really, if the left really looked at what Facebook was doing, what Amazon was doing, what Google and YouTube are doing, what Alphabet is doing, they would freak out. They just get, you know, they hear one tiny part because they only listen once in a while. And so they heard one tiny part that Mark Zuckerberg was a Russian spy. And now they want to, you know, go after Mark Zuckerberg. Well, that's very nice. But Mark Zuckerberg's far beyond being a Russian spy. He was in complete, complicit conspiracy against President Trump during the election as president-elect and later. And so what you now have is an opportunity where we can do to them what they're doing to us. We take over those businesses, which were stolen, and it's very easy to do because they stole the patents, and you prosecute them, and you turn them into either completely scrubbed clean, no surveillance Google searches and YouTube videos, and then you can stop the demonetization. You can stop those kind of things that are completely legal for a corporation to do. But it wouldn't be legal if they were a utility owned by the United States government. There would be freedom of speech and there would be these issues that we could fight. So I salute all of those who are falling to the left and right, but this is a war. We're moving forward. If you didn't expect casualties in a war, then you aren't like myself, someone who as a patriot have seen the person standing next to them killed right there next to you. If you haven't seen that happen, then you don't understand the importance of what's going on in America right now. This is an overthrow of our government. And 
today I had called up Betsy and said, look, I want to talk about Jeff Sessions. I've had it with him. But I made the cardinal sin of not reading Truth News headlines first. And then when I did and I saw Trump's tweet, it was exactly what I was going to say on this tape. So what I'm going to say is exactly what Trump said. And I'm going to say to the conclave, sorry, I was right. You were wrong. Trump is right. And those who believe QAnon's reference to trust Sessions, go jump on the lake. I don't trust Sessions. I haven't from the beginning. I've told everyone this. Uh, lately, I've been calling him missing in action, or he's taking a nap, or he can't find his office, or he's walking his dog, or whatever, but he's done nothing. And now the president comes out with a tweet which said exactly what I say. When Jeff Session defers to the Inspector General, Michael Horowitz, that is sheer stupidity. The reason it's stupidity is because Michael Horowitz's investigation in another area, not even related to the Mueller investigation, brought out Bruce Orr, Larry Strzok, and Lisa Page's criminal conspiracy to deceit, to unseat, to have a coup d'etat, a regime overthrow of a duly elected president. And what happens? Nothing. The inspector general brings it out because it's criminal activity, and it goes before Sessions, of course, and or could have gone before Rosenstein, but it doesn't matter. The ultimate authority was Sessions. So what happened? Nothing. They didn't even really get demoted. They got moved from department to department. Lisa Page just got sent over to the SEC. Nothing. Criminal conspiracy, treasonous, seditious. We have it already in proof that has been re released in the Nunes memo and Grassley's letters and so on and so forth. So as all of this stuff comes out, I have said all along, do not believe that Michael Horowitz, and when I said I, I said this very consciously, Thomas, pain in the ass of the globalists, said, and said from the beginning, do not trust Jeff Sessions. And it was before Trump called him the other day, you know who I mean. Didn't even, wouldn't even refer to his name. He assumed the person talking to him didn't, you know, knew exactly that he meant Jeff Sessions, because why? He's done nothing. And the things that he has done have been reversed. They've been stupid. I'm sorry to call them stupid, but they are. I mean, when you take assets of people before you even charge them with a crime, that's completely absurd. When you expand certain rights uh, that were basically, you know, earmarks of the Obama uh, or the Patriot Act and the U.S. Freedom Act, you know, reinstilled by Obama, and then Sessions come along and takes it the next step. That's absurd. Now, people have said, oh, he's not part of the deep state. Here's what he is. He is an old boy. That means he paid, somebody paid him off a long time ago. But he's controlled by the senior executive service people who are in between him and the bureaucracy that he tries to control, which has tens of thousands of people in it. The Department of Justice, I, I forget the number, like 45,000 people or something. So he's supposed to control this, but he has, he can't. None of them can. Appointees don't get to control a darn thing until the senior executive service member who is in charge of them, who is their handler, allows them to. They tell them, no, 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 that's not the way we do it. No, 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 no. We allow, we allow the inspector general, uh, uh, that's our excuse for everything. Rosenstein and Christopher Ray used the same excuse when they were testifying. No, I can't answer that question to the Congress who has oversight over the Department of Justice and the FBI. Can't answer that question, sorry. 
Because why? There's an inspector general investigation going on, and we don't want to uh, address anything that might be in that investigation, though we don't know what is in that investigation. But as things have cropped up, and Michael Horowitz, I'm not saying Michael Horowitz is, is a black hat. I'm saying Michael Horowitz fought against Obama, and in December of 2016, finally got his way that he was able to demand that the restrictions that the Obama administration had been putting on the Office of Inspector General in all aspects of the government, but all offices of the Inspector General, had again and again limited them and said they couldn't look at evidence. And so it was Horowitz and his white hat on his right horse that got them to say, no, 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 no. Obama's lawlessness needs to stop. I'm an inspector general. I need to do my job. I'm not going to not be allowed to do what I am constituted to do as an inspector general. So those who say at that moment in December of 2016, we can see Michael Horowitz as a hero. Well, yes. Since then, remember, Rod Rosenstein and Jeff Sessions did not change Sally Yates's determination that said Michael Horowitz cannot investigate Mueller's grand jury indictments in the Mueller investigation, both of the um, uh, grand jury impanelments. Why? In December 2016, it was reiterated to the Obama administration that the inspector general certainly can do that. So what happened there? Why didn't Rosenstein step in and say, Sally, you're wrong? Why didn't Sessions step in and say, Sally, you're wrong? And why didn't Sessions, once they found the two tapes of him speaking to the Russians that he said he didn't remember speaking to, and they listened to them and found that he didn't talk about sanctions or anything about the uh, Trump administration or the Trump campaign or anything. So he doesn't need to be recused from this. He needs to take it over. But we know that politically... If you can Mueller now, not only do you not get to see all the evil that is coming out of that can of worms that has been opened and get to see people like Andrew Weissman and uh, others who, you know, Eric Snyderman, I mean, just coming out like seething rabid dogs, creating, I mean, really breaking the law so that they can steal evidence and manipulate Manafort and manipulate the president-elect's uh, own campaign, you know, the transition team that Andrew Weissman went in. and I mean, we get to see all this happen. That's very nice. But if we are going to expect the Inspector General, expect the Inspector General to come up with a report that brings all this to light, remember what Trump's tweet just said. The Inspector General has no prosecutorial authority. I have said that uh, uh, over and over and over and over and over again. The inspector general doesn't get to do anything. He reports to the department under which he works. They then do what they want. Let me give you two examples and then maybe I'll stop, but maybe not. When the inspector general's report, again in 2016 of December, was released and it said that the FISA court, both international and domestic, was in non-compliance domestically, Comey's FISA request barely existed. He was in complete non-compliance. They had to write a correction plan. And so some months later, a 100-page, 99-page correction plan was written. But we can't say that really corrected it at all. Look at the abuse that now has come out that Sessions only recently said 
he would investigate. And then when pressed, he said, well, I don't really mean investigate. I mean, I will let the inspector general look at it. Okay, everyone who read the Nunes memo and even read shifty-eyed Schiff's uh, retort, his rebuttal, would know that crimes were committed all the way up to Barack Obama, Susan Rice, Joe Biden, Sally Yates, James Comey. It's all right there. We all know that. We've already seen it. We've seen the corruption with the dossier. When I say dossier, I mean the four dossiers combined. The FBI dossier, the CIA dossier, the Cody Shearer dossier coming through Sid Blumenthal, and the DNC dossier created by Comey himself trying to frame Carter Page. All of them were combined. The collusion, the corruption, the conspiracy, the sedition, the treason that that paints. There needs to be much, much, much more than an inspector general looking at it. There needs to be one of the largest cases, and we don't need a special investigator. We have what, 45,000 members in the Department of Justice and Sessions can't find a lawyer? Here's what he did. You want to know what Sessions did for the Uranium One when that came out? And when now the, the person who was the undercover agent, Douglas Campbell, has already sung a Nightingale song uh, behind closed doors to the Congress that has been leaked out, and what did he say? He said that he witnessed millions of dollars of payoffs to Clinton herself, Hillary Clinton, not only the $145 million that everyone else talks about from the nine donations from members of the board of those who were basically the recipients of Uranium One, I won't go into all those details, but through Rosatom and, and Putin, but also if they looked closer, they'd find the hundreds of millions through the Clinton Juiced Sustainability Growth Initiative, which we point out all the time. So none of those crimes are being looked at. You know how many people Sessions put on to that? One. Now, when the Imran Awan scandal, one of the largest espionage scandals in history of any country to ever unfold before our eyes, that is practically ignored, the Inspector General of the Congress went and looked at it and said, yes, crimes were committed all over the place. It is unbelievable. The list was amazing. It's everything that we have been yelling about. And sorry I yelled so much that, you know, someone got upset about my yelling. But sometimes I have to yell. I usually warn you before I yell. So back away from the, <laughs> the device you're listening on because sometimes I have to yell. It's the only way I can get it out. It doesn't come out very easily because it is such evil. Oh, you took a breath, and I just wanted to say something to our alternative media creators. Now, you see, for example, Thomas has just explained the situation to you. Now, maybe your audience is not prepared to hear everything that he had to say, but that there's something that your audience does like to hear. Maybe your audience is all about tracking down Imran Awan, or your audience is interested in knowing about the uh, senior executive services. Whatever resonates with your audience, you take that information and you translate it to them. And remember, if you're on DTube or you're on Reddit, wherever, you can take any of our articles, any of our YouTubes, you can download our YouTubes and you can put them on your own site. 
We do not monetize this. We give it to you. You can monetize it. You can put the, our articles on your website. We don't care if you're if, if, if you monetize. That's fine because if we can push that out to you, then what happens is that our voice multiplies like crazy. You have to start thinking blockchain when you think about how to disseminate information in this kind of new age. So I just wanted to give that as an example. So now continue on and tell us more about Jeffy the Bad Puppy. Well, during Comey's FBI, the largest espionage gang, the Imran Awan gang of uh, five, actually six members, after they did the worst espionage, and, and literally, <laughs> I don't even get me into the details of it, I think many of you probably know them. If not, go and look at our articles on it. But the point is, is that Comey turned the other direction and refused to look. And so they're getting Imran Awan on a mortgage scandal and not even charging him with espionage. They let five of the six people, including his wife, leave this country and go back to Pakistan. We don't even know if they're moving forward on any of the espionage charges. And that was after an inspector general said this was the worst case scenario, the worst ever. The list is unfriggin' believable. 80 Congress members had all their material being shuffled through one server, which then had a proxy server offsite, which may still be running to this very day. And these are members who have top secret security clearances. And of course, Imran Awan even had SCIF clearance because don't get me started on the very dark and evil people who brought him into the Congress with seemingly, seemingly Andre Carson, with the intent for a Pakistani national and his family to create the biggest theft in the biggest espionage case in U.S. history. The FBI did nothing. Where is Jeff Sessions? Disgraceful, as Donald Trump called him disgraceful it's disgusting and to just dump it onto the ig how about okay so the ig for the fisa court nothing the ig for congress over the espionage nothing no investigation into the dnc lies no investigation into the dnc dossier no criminal investigation anywhere how about the criminal investigation of Comey that should be started because we now know that we have the proof that Larry Strzok, James Baker, and the whole gang, Comey's what I used to call his bunk buddies, all sat around and wrote the exoneration letter before Hillary and her mob were even questioned by Larry Strzok, who didn't even make a recording of it. Later, Larry Strzok has a one-on-one -on -one conversation with... with Pardon me? Peter Strzok. Peter Strzok. I keep calling him Larry Strzok. And in a minute, I'm going to call Tony Podesta Larry Podesta. Don't you worry. It's okay. the way it works. That's okay. So then they go after Michael Flynn and Peter Strzok. Is that his name? Well, now you got me all confused. Just say Strzok. Well, just call him Strzok. <laughs> Strzok and Page. Strzok and Page. <laughs> Strzok and Page. Okay, so then Strzok goes over and interviews Michael Flynn. And that 302 report is what they entrapped Michael Flynn on. These stories are so pathetic that literally Andy of Mayberry could do a better job 
what was his what You're was his insulting assistant? Andy now. That's true. That's kind okay. of insulting Andy. I mean, maybe, really. Right? See, they, Andy Griffith. I'm sorry. They Andy. have us all brainwashed and thinking that they're really smart. They're Barney not. Barney Fife. Can I say that Barney yeah. Fife could do a better job? Yeah. <laughs> Barney Fife could do a better job than Jeff Sessions, and the reason Trump can't can him is because. The Mueller investigation is going on, and it would create too much political uh, fallout. But so, how do we squeeze him out? Why doesn't Sessions just quit? Because they got dirt on him. We need to. That's exactly what my next statement is. You know, we did that. If he won't step down after the president has demanded through his tweets, which is an official record to the public, if he did it in a speech or any other way, it would be an official record to give an order to. The FBI and the Department of Justice to open an investigation on Hillary's emails, the Clinton Foundation, the Uranium One, the FISA documents, Comey's perjury, Comey's 92, how many, 28 case, case, uh, cases of treason, his and acts of treason? Oh, he's got to quit. Is now, what we're going to have to do, out? we're going to give you a warning. We're going to say thank you, Mr. President, for agreeing with Thomas Paine and the ass of the globalists. And sorry, I have to thumb my nose at the conclave because they were stuck on trust sessions. No, I don't trust sessions. Trust Michael Horowitz. I believe Michael Horowitz is a gray hat. He's somewhere in between. He's fighting for his life. Remember, he was being set up to be the next head of the FBI, the CIA, FBI. Or the DOJ. I mean, this he was being prepared. So he doesn't want to lose the fact that when these guys go down, he may step right up and take their place and he can do, you know, continue. He can fall into the footsteps of these people who corruptly make huge amounts of money under the table, especially when they leave high positions like Comey and Mueller and go out into their other jobs in hedge funds uh, you know, Lockheed Martin, Bridgewater, on and on and on. So that's what these people are training for. They come through the government, so they learn the loopholes, they learn the regulations, and then they go out and sell themselves to the highest bidder with insider information until the law loophole is closed. That's what it's all about, folks. So that's what we're seeing now, and it's okay. But remember, on December 21st, 2017, Trump said we are in a national emergency. We believe that behind the scenes, he's using U.S. Marshals and the U.S. Department of Treasury to go after the foundation of these criminals' operations, their money. And he's going after all the criminals. And so it's going to take down all of them. And that is the reason that Mueller and Comey have to fight so doggedly to try to stay in this war to get rid of Trump. They are still attempting. Remember, their group was called at one point the investigation to impeach. And that's what he's still attempting. And so now when you see that he's going after this person or that person, uh, 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 what is it, uh, Hope Hicks, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, they went after her nine hours of, of grilling her. For what? What did she know? Nothing. She admitted she told white lies sometimes. <laughs> that's hysterical. Someone was that honest. They didn't know what to do with that. Nine hours of grilling her, asking the same questions over and over again. She didn't even have to go and testify. Remember, maybe Fusion... she, she's so pretty. Maybe she just read the telephone book to them. <laughs> yes, and it's so sad, you know. But Trump is surrounded by people who are power mongers. Of course they are. Whether they were in the corporate world or whether they're in the government world, what are those people? They're, they're what anything is that exists. They wish to become more of what they are. And what can you do? Trump has been that in that school of sharks 
for a long time, and I am 100% that he will come out on top. Will Jared Kushner fall? Well, I was going to predict that, first off, it doesn't matter. Jared is being used for incidental things. He doesn't even need a top secret security clearance. And anyway, the reason he doesn't have one is is the, the SES, the Senior Executive Service, is making sure he and many other of the members of the Trump team that would be there, people say, why doesn't Trump appoint others? They can't get a security clearance because these jerks, these SES people who run it as a bureaucracy won't give them clearances. Does, how many of you don't remember that? I mean, it's pathetic what he's dealing with. He can't even get his appointees into place. And even when they are, they become a Jeff Sessions who simply wilts like a flower underneath the hot midday sun. Because why? He doesn't know how to contend with these people. These people are vicious sharks. I believe that there is some dirt on Jeff Sessions. And now, unfortunately, I'm changing him from the category of a harmless old man who simply hasn't found his office or his telephone, or a man who just woke up from his nap and he's having these cookies and milk before he gets started on his work, to a guy who I called missing in action, to a man who I'm now going to say is an enemy of the state.